Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and vague tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 31 of Cocktails and Capital. Today, we are going to be talking about growing your team during a recession. I talked a little bit last week about how we have hired a bookkeeper. And at this point, we've also hired an admin assistant in order to kind of help take a little bit more off of my plate uh, and make it so that I can continue to give you guys this kind of content on the podcast and um, hopefully some other things in the new near future. But we all know like the way that the economy is going right now. Um, and it might seem like kind of a scary time to grow your team during a recession, but it's actually not really any worse than trying to grow your team when we're not in a recession. We're uh, still in a productive economy and you can still find the, the areas within your budget that you can use to make sure that you can get the help that you need in order to run your business effectively. There is a saying that when you are kind of in the lower level of business, like you're in the technical part of things, you're doing more of the technical work, you're doing more of the day-to-day things. And as you kind of move up, you become less technical and more manager, more face of your company more of the brand work relies on you and you have to let go of that technical side of your job in order to really allow people to help you and allow people to grow underneath you. So I'm going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back. Are you ready to take a vacation from your bookkeeping, but your business is not quite there yet? At Tatum Accounting, we have plans that scale with your business, making them affordable at every stage. For the business owner who needs help with their accounting, but maybe is not ready to completely outsource their books, check out our new Office Hours package. With Office Hours, you get access to our private Facebook group filled with educational resources, webinars, and tools to make managing your books so much easier. The best part? Private, weekly, one-on-one support. Jump on weekly calls with an accountant to discuss anything and everything, pricing, expenses, QuickBooks, we're here to get your questions answered. For just $150 a month, sign up for our office hours by visiting tatumaccounting.com forward slash office dash hours, or visit our show notes for the link. Now let's get back to the episode. So let's talk about the elephant in the room here. We are in a recession, the current economy. I mean, not great, right? So, (laughs) um, the main thing that we all want to be keeping in mind right now is the available cash that we have on hand. And it is a fear that 
you know, there's always the fear that the bottom could kind of fall out tomorrow, but that's not how we want to live our lives. It's not how we want to run our businesses. We don't want to be in fear of the unknown. So the most important thing to do, given the state of our current economy, is to really focus on your cash flow. And with that, we really want to make sure that we're keeping up with our bookkeeping, that we are utilizing the tools around us um, from the internet to the articles that we have on TatumAccounting.com uh, to the eBooks that we offer for you guys to the webinars that are out there uh, to kind of help you learn on how to best manage your bookkeeping um, or, you know, to outsource uh, that kind of goes hand in hand with this, how to grow your team during a recession podcast. Accounting is not something that you kind of want to let slack on. If you ever need a loan and you haven't done your accounting in a really long time, it's going to be really hard to get that loan. You're going to have to do all that accounting pretty quickly in order to get the documents that you might need for your loan. We also want to focus on budgeting, making sure that we're sticking to those budgets, making sure that we're not, you know, spending more in one category than we should be. We want to make those goals, those revenue goals that we've talked about in the past few episodes and find actionable ways in order to make those revenue goals happen. So that way you can continue to grow your team. You can continue to offer really great benefits to your team and generally treat your employees well for the work that they're doing. So on that same line of focusing on our cash flow, what we want to do is we want to get kind of creative on how we're going to increase our revenue, decrease our expenses, kind of the same thing that we're always wanting to do, but we're wanting to make sure that we allocate the time to do this because we want to make sure that we have enough money to keep people on payroll, right? We don't want to hire somebody and then two months later you have an unfortunate drop in revenue that could have been prevented and you have to let your employee go, even though you are really enjoying the help that they can provide you. So how do we know if we can even grow our team right now? Well, there's a few things there. First of all, do you want to grow your team is a question that you have to ask yourself. It requires you to know what the goals of your business are and if you need more team members in order to help you achieve those goals, if you're wanting to be like the biggest um, producer of leather goods in the state, then obviously you're going to need a lot of employees because you cannot produce all those leather goods by yourself. But if you want to just kind of retain a hobby business and make sure that you are the one who's doing the crafting of your hobby business, but you need somebody to maybe help you do the admin work. And that's a lot smaller um, of a job and would take a lot less time, but it is something really good to outsource. So those, we have to think about the goals that we're trying to achieve within our business and hire according to those goals. And it also helps you to uh, figure out what kind of positions you need to hire for, what kind of research you could be doing in order to figure out how much people need to be paid. Um, all kinds of, of other things kind of track onto understanding the goals of your business. So step one, have goals. <laughs> step two, figure out how you can best utilize people around you in order to help you achieve those goals. Uh, I'm so sorry if you can hear my cat snoring in the background. She's having a really great nap today. 
Um, the other thing that we want to do right now is uh, we want to be prepared. So we want to continue to kind of run our businesses in the way that we have been, but we want to be prepared for what's coming. This is going to involve being patient. Uh, we don't want to rush through the hiring process. We don't want to rush through the goals process or the budgeting process. Everything needs time and it requires patience. We also want to figure out how we're going to best utilize that employee. So we want to make sure that they are trained properly. We do not want to spend too much time on training because that takes away from your efficiency as the person running the business and also distracts you from the work that you need to be doing. And it distracts them from the work that they could be taking off your plate. So we want to effectively train, but we also want to train quickly. And then, like I said earlier, if if hiring seems a little bit expensive or a little bit out of budget when you take into account uh, the wages, the payroll taxes, possible benefits, and things like that, you can also look into outsourcing, like I mentioned earlier. So outsourcing is going to be exactly what you do with like when you hire Tatum Accounting. You're outsourcing your bookkeeping, but you're not bringing us on board onto your team. We are responsible for our own taxes, our own insurance, and everything like that. And so when you outsource, it does help you cut down on the cost significantly. It also helps to outsource if you don't have full-time or even part-time work for somebody. Uh, if you have just one project that you might need help with, then that is also a really great resource. Um, so definitely look into outsourcing. Some really popular websites for that are going to be Upwork, uh, Fiverr, it's F-I-V-E-R-R. -R. And both of those have a ton of people who are super experienced and who I'm sure would love to help you with outsourcing if you're not quite ready to hire yet. So a few tips I want to share with you guys if you're thinking about growing your team, uh, and this kind of just generally relates to your team morale or kind of more management rather than growing the team. But one thing that I like to keep in mind whenever I am hiring somebody is, again, to figure out exactly what kind of work I want them to do and to understand the why for assigning that work. What is my reason for assigning the work? And then I also like to pass that information along to my employees so they understand why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, I'm not just like making things up off the top of my head, <laughs> but understanding why you're doing something and why it's important to the business is super important in my mind because sometimes a task can seem so redundant and not exactly like doesn't seem like an important thing to be focusing your time on, but if you expand on why they're being assigned that task, why that task matters, then everybody will be more on the same page. And people like to know that the work they're doing is important, that it's not some like mindless thing that they have to do in order to keep their job, that it actually does mean something to their employer that they do this work and that their employer is very appreciative of it. Another tip that I have is to make sure that you are valuing your employees and that you have a system designed in order to value those employees. Everybody wants to feel valuable. Everybody wants to feel needed and motivated. So find out how your team members are motivated. Not everyone's going to be motivated the same way. Some people are motivated by cash. Some people are motivated by praise, being told they're doing a great job. Some people are motivated by promotion. Some are motivated by vacation. 
So figure out exactly how you can motivate your team. And when they do good work, let them know. Don't let good work slip past unnoticed. A lot of times in the corporate world, and I'm sure a lot of you have felt this, it's so easy to get into the routine and expect the same thing from your employees day in and day out. And so it becomes kind of a missed to a missed opportunity to praise your employees when they're doing their job because it's what's expected. And so then what happens is you only ever hear from your boss or you only ever really speak to your employee when they've done something wrong. And no one wants to associate their manager as just being the person who comes by and tells you that you've done something wrong. If you make it a habit to consistently let your employees know that they're doing a great job, that you genuinely appreciate them, um, when you do have to have some of those harder conversations about certain things, it makes it so much easier because you have that relationship of respect and that they realize that you genuinely do care for them and you do want them to be there and you think that they're doing a good job in general. It really helps to soften any blows that might come when there is something serious to discuss. And then the last thing that I have for y'all, one more tip, just empower everybody to address conflicts within the company. Um, a lot of times, especially in a larger company, it can be really easy to go to your manager and kind of, I hate to use the word tattle, but it is a little bit of tattling when conflict can't be addressed between the two people who are having the conflict. If you have to rope in your supervisor or your manager, then it just doesn't look great on anyone's part. Obviously, there are times where managers do need to be roped in, but there's a lot that can be handled on an employee-to-employee basis. So really empower your people to know that they can address conflicts within themselves, but also conflicts with you. You're not going to be the perfect manager. And people need to feel comfortable being able to come to you and address any issues that they might have with you without fear of reaction or retaliation. So keep all those things in mind as you're growing your team during a recession. Um, I like to put a lot of those tips into use for myself as well. And just remember that even though the economy might seem a little scary right now, your business is still important and it's still valuable for you to find a way to make your business work. And sometimes hiring is the way to do that. So I hope y'all have a really great day. I will see y'all next Wednesday. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week, same time, same place.